Just check the clock and you already know what time it is. Tune in to Talk To Me Tyler T. It's real, uncensored, uncut. Let's get it. Y'all already know who the fuck it is, man. It's Talk To Me Tyler T. Check, 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 check. You are now tuned in to Talk To Me Tyler T. With the one and the only Tyler T. So I have a special guest in the building with me today. So I'm going to let her introduce herself and then we're going to get on with the show. So it's Erica. At Erica is bomb. That's me. Um, I'm just a student at Texas State. Your local creative, and yeah. All right. So today's um, we have like three topics that we're gonna touch on. Uh, we're gonna touch on the Malia Davis case, um, Aisha Curry, and what she said on the Red Table Talk with Jada, and then we're gonna talk about um, vaccinations and the different health problems that are going on uh, around the world. So. Let's talk about Malia Davis first. Um, do you know about Malia Davis and what's going on, like, first and foremost? I know a little bit of it. Um, what touches home for me or what hits home for me is the fact that it's, like, in Houston. I'm from Houston. Mm-hmm. I know the road where she, like, supposedly went missing, 59, is pretty busy. So it's just, like, very eerie. I know a little bit about the case. Okay, so a brief rundown of the case. Um, this is from what I know. I know that she was with her with her stepdad, and they were going to pick up her mom from the airport, I believe. And um, she ended up going missing. And she was with, I don't know if it was the boyfriend. I don't know if it was her boyfriend or her stepdad. Like, some reports are saying, like, it was the boyfriend. And then some reports are saying it was the stepdad. So I don't really know. But um, she ended up going missing, and then, like, this was like a three days ago or a week ago. I saw that um, her body parts had come up, like chopped up in a car. I mean, not a car, but a police uh, dog had like sniffed out where those body parts were. And so they're saying that the stepdad allegedly like chopped her up, cut her into pieces. And they found her like in the garbage disposal or in the drain or something like it's something in one of those areas. So I was like, and the girl is like four or five years old. So first of all, and then they're saying that the mother may have known what was going on. So for me, it's just like, you got to know who you're leaving your kids with. And you need to be in control of that at all times. And so it's just like, you can't abandon a five-year-old little girl, four or five-year-old little girl like that, and expect her to know what's going on. Because she's seeing an adult and she's thinking she's safe, which a five or a four year or five year old girl would think. But it's just like, that's always not the case. That's not always the case. And so it just kind of hit home for me because it made me think about like the little cousins and the little like my brothers and sisters, like when they were younger. And it's just like, I'll be damaged if shit like that happened to them. And I I'm not around to do something about it. You know what I'm saying? So is it, it was just really heartbreaking for me to look at that and read those articles. And it happened, like you said, in Texas, not, and it happened in Houston. So that's a, like a local area where everybody is. Yeah. Um, I really feel like parents have responsibility to their kids, even if it may not be your biological kid. I feel like if you were a caretaker, then it should have been and any actions that you take should always be in the best interest of like the little one that you're taking care of um 
I didn't read. I didn't get to the part where she was like they found her. Yeah, they found like part. They hadn't found her whole body, but they found like parts of her body. Yeah, I didn't know that, but I did. What I was reading on like ABC thirteen, the website was that the mom could be charged because she she withheld information. Yeah, she didn't give all the information that she could have as soon as police contacted her because as far as like timelines go, things could have been prevented. Um, I do know, and what makes me like really sad is the CPS like mm-hmm. stories that were going on or that were happening before this big incident happened. So they were already kind of on the road to being unfit to mm-hmm. take care of children in the first place. Yeah. Did you, um, and this case kind of reminds me of the Shania Davis case like a few years back. Did you know about that? I don't. I only know of like the the really big one where it was like a white lady and her kid that she like killed. Yeah, she got off. Yeah, that's like the biggest one. I'm just like, oh, something's happening again. Where like little kids are being hurt, which really is horrible. So, um, J Cole actually did a song about it. Uh, it was on his mixtape. Oh, I do know. Yeah, I yeah, do know. yeah. She was shot. She was prostituted. Oh, I didn't know she was prostituted. Yeah, she was prostituted. I thought he made a song about a little girl and like. Yeah, it's 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 on one of his older mixtapes. It's called it's called Sea World. I didn't know she was. I didn't know that. Yeah, her name was Shania Davis. Um, I I I think she was like, I don't want to say I don't want to give like false information, but I think she yeah. was like, anywhere from like three to six. So she got kidnapped, mm-hmm. and. She was prostituted pretty much, and she wound up dead. And so for me, it just made me think of that. Like that was the first thing that came to my mind when um, when this topic, when this thing was brought up. I was just like, man, like, first of all, how can people be so sick to do this to to anybody? But let alone like a little ass kid. Like, what's going on in your head to where you're like, oh well, I need to go get this little girl, and I need to do all these crazy ass manipulative ass things to her yeah traumatizing thing yeah and not feel any type of way about it and i I think it's trauma that causes people to do stuff like this okay okay which i i agree because you don't know what he went through as a child and you don't know how he was brought up as a child so he's probably just living that shit out and he's hashing it out on other people which is not right it's not right i always try to tie things back to how people were raised oh yeah and how they were brought up i i always want to know the why behind the what so there's definitely a reason why people do things it's just hard to pinpoint them Mm -hmm. upbringing has a lot personal experience like what you've been through has a lot to do with it all sorts of crazy things and i feel like like the way especially with black people i feel like the way that we raise our families raise us or the way that our families discipline us it it sticks with us like throughout our lives and we also carry that into the relationships that we have intimate relationships relationships with our friends and even like relationships with our children that we have and just because your parents did it to you doesn't mean you have to do it to your kids yeah and i think that's something that we need to branch away from is how we raise our kids because I always come around the question like would you raise your kids the same way your parents raised you and it's just like to a certain extent yes and to a certain extent no because um there's different ways to raise your kid there's different successful ways to raise your kids especially like with disciplining them like you don't gotta beat the shit out of your kid in order to like 
get your point across or you don't have to yell at your kid or belittle your kid or call them names to make them do what you want to do. Not saying that they were doing that, but you never know what those parents were going through either. And not trying to justify their actions, but it's just like shit. All that shit stems from somewhere. You know what I'm saying? It does. I think that you have a choice. So no matter how you're raised, at the end of the day, you have a choice. So when you are choosing to raise your kids um, the way that your parents raised you Mm -hmm. or not, it's more so like take the good Mm -hmm. out of it. Yeah, so that's that's really all I wanted to say on that. Um, Now we can get into the vaccinations because I saw um, I saw this article on Twitter and Twitter has a lot of fake news. So when I look at shit on Twitter, I try to like research. I try to look into it before I like comment on it because you don't want to make yourself look stupid. (laughs) So um, I saw this tweet that someone on a plane had like they didn't get vaccinated. and They had like the bubonic plague in like the UK somewhere on a plane in the UK. So that shit like stuck. (laughs) I'm trying not to laugh, but (laughs) that shit like stuck with me. So I'm like. Damn, the bubonic plague like wiped away like <laughs> a did, whole nation, did, bro. It did, it did. So it did. How did that shit come back? And I know vaccinations can cause harm <laughs> and you can inject yourself with a potential disease and get that disease from a vaccination and disease mutate and you know, just because one vaccination works for this person, over yeah. time it won't work for this person. I understand that, but people are choosing not to get their kids vaccinated, which is their choice. But I'm just like, you have to weigh the pros and cons. And I feel like the best thing for people to do is to get their kids vaccinated. So what is your take on that? My take is when you told me that you want to talk about vaccinations, I had to look it up. It's a topic that I've been like, whatever about. Uh But after hearing stories and actually meeting people who don't vaccinate their kids, Mm -hmm. I've formulated the opinion that you should, if you're living in society where the the most part of the society that you live in vaccinates their kids, mm-hmm. then you should vaccinate your kids. Exactly. And if you don't vaccinate your kids, then you should homeschool your kids. Mm-hmm. So you should shield them from being infectious to other people and go ahead and make them socially awkward at that by homeschooling them, keeping them away from other people's healthy kids. But that's kind of I get what you're saying and I agree with it. But to be the devil be the devil's advocate, like you're quarantining your kids and like you said, you're not allowing them to be social and that kind of creates an introvert. It's a choice. You just yeah. said it's a choice not to not to vaccinate your kids. It so is. you're not vaccinating your kids and you're making them potentially harmful to other people's mm-hmm. healthy kids that also made the choice to vaccinate their kids, then live with the choice that you made, also homeschool them. So that you can live with your choice. Because other people aren't going to be okay with going to school, having their kids go to school with kids that aren't vaccinated. Oh, yeah. You're definitely right. Um, That's a mess. Measles and mumps? Yeah. And I've been seeing seeing that shit, too. And so, for me, it's just like... And I've been seeing black people say, like, oh, I don't agree with vaccinating my kids, but I still want to keep them in public schools and let them be kids and blah, 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 blah. And they're saying this because of, oh, well, you can get diseases from this uh, from vaccinations or you don't know what you're injecting in your kid's body the government is doing this the government is doing that and it's all this uproar about 
why not to vaccinate your kids, but what about the reasons why you should vaccinate your kids? I feel like they're not taking that shit in, into consideration at all. They need to take a field trip to the Center of Disease Control mm-hmm. and talk to some professionals. They need to see both sides of it. They need to talk to experts on both sides, people that are for vaccinations, um, professionals, people that went to college for this medical stuff. They need to talk about people that are very against vaccinations, see where they're getting their information from, mm-hmm. how they can solidify that evidence that vaccinations are bad, so on and so forth. Weigh both and then decide. And then maybe they can go live on an island with other people <laughs> that don't vaccinate their kids. Yeah, I don't this understand is... it. Like, you should, birds of a feather flock together. Mm-hmm. Like, go somewhere where, you know, they don't all vaccinate. And then see how see how that goes. So, do you think the government plays a role in why people don't want to vaccinate their kids or why people choose to vaccinate their kids? Are you talking about kids? conspiracies? <laughs> I guess you could say that. About? I guess you could say that. Um, I feel like the government plays a role in all sorts of things. So, I would not put it past the government that they have something to do with people not vaccinating or being so against vaccinations. I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised. And it's just... I feel like a lot of people, they are so set in their ways, like, oh, I'm even though my parents did this, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. Trauma. <laughs> that I don't have time for. Trauma. I don't have time for it. And it just, it just kind of sucks for the kid because at the end of the day, like, the kid is their own person as well. So what if the kid decides, like, oh, I want to get vaccinated. I was like, I want to get a vaccination. For such and so, like, let's take the flu shot into example. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get my flu shot uh, this past year or whatever, but that's because I chose not to. Mm-hmm. And like you said, like I said, it's a choice yeah. to whether you want to get vaccinated or not. But there are so many different types of flu, mm-hmm. and you never know what kind of flu you can contract. And like I said, that virus, the flu is a virus, so it's constantly changing. And just because you get one vaccination doesn't mean that it's going to protect you from the other several thousands of other flus that are out there. So I feel like we're so misinformed as a people and we don't want to learn. And so that holds us back from a lot of shit. I think that vaccinations, because they are ever changing, because viruses are ever changing, that it's hard to have like up-to-date information Mm -hmm. maybe that's a reason why it's not something they can just like teach in schools or just like you know because today's vaccination information is going to be different from next month next year's vaccination uh vaccination information so maybe that's why we're kind of behind yeah and i just feel like like i said it just goes back to like wanting to educate yourself and just being involved in what your child is what your child has going on like some people just go through the motions when they have kids. Like, oh, I have to pick my kid up. I have to wake my kid up, tell them to do this, get them ready for school, go pick them up, feed them, clothe them, bathe them, and let them do whatever. And it's like, you need to be more involved in your child's life because, like, that's a part of you. This is true. So you need to know what's going on with them, what's going on in their head, like how they're feeling. Like, because even at a young age of, of four and five years old, like, Child, children have feelings yeah. and they go through shit just like you go through shit this is true this is true so you need to be aware of that and maybe people should ask 
if they ask their kids if they want to be vaccinated. <laughs> Maybe. And I feel like that's something that could, it could possibly be even taught in the classroom, like, which I feel like. The, the base, like the base level. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. okay, well, you get a shot and I know it's going to be painful and I know it hurts, but it's for, it's to protect you from like future diseases, future sicknesses or whatever. Yeah. And I just feel like our generation needs to needs to change that because we grew up. I just feel like we everything is like passed down from like generation to generation. And I feel like we're the generation that's changing things. That's well, you can you can go ahead and say. What Are you, you saying like our parents went through the motions? In a Does way, in a way. Yeah, I think our grandparents went through the motions with raising their kids, like, for sure, for sure. And our parents, you know, because we were born, like, in the internet age, mm-hmm. and then, like, they're on the internet, and they're handling it differently. Just, like, so things are kind of different. But, I, I mean, I do understand what you mean when you say that our generation will be the generation to change. I do feel like if all this talk, like, keeps on, like, progressing, mm-hmm. then half our kids will end up carrying measles, but... Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. <laughs> Um, so the bubonic plague is coming back. <laughs> so from from talking to you, I feel like you're gonna vaccinate your kids, right? Um, I'm gonna do some more research. Okay. I'm gonna talk to experts on non-vaccination. Okay. And experts um, that vaccinate before I do it. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna weigh both sides. Yeah, and that's what I feel like we're big on. We're big on like not being set on something without doing without knowing about it like yeah. oh just because my parents vaccinated me mm-hmm. and their parents vaccinated them then Asking I'm going to vaccinate my kids yeah we want to know why and mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of kids like that are growing up now like they want to know why they do and it seemed and not not even just about vaccinations but just in general, in general. and it's deemed like as disrespectful it is my and i'm just family. like damn like <laughs> I, I feel you type shit because I felt that way as a kid. Your parents always say, do as I do as I say, not as I do. Or whatever the, whatever the saying is. Don't do as say, I do. Say, but not do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like, okay, like I have to obey you because you're my parent and you're my elder. But you're te- why, why am I doing this? Like, how is it helping mm-hmm. me? How is it helping you? Like, what am I gaining from it? What am I not getting from it? Like, and I feel like a lot of kids want to know shit like that and... There's nothing wrong with that. True. You were raised like that? Like, like Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, <laughs> I, 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 you look offended. No, 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 no like no. you were raised like fully, like you never you never like you never started like asking why and stuff? As I've gotten older, yeah. Like no, now okay. that I'm grown. Maybe like when I was like seventeen, eighteen, I started to ask why. Like my okay, I'll give you an example. My mom is a yeller. Like she yells a lot. Same. She yells that's to get her point across. Yeah. And so when I was younger, I want to say I was maybe like nine or ten. I asked my mom, like, you know, why are you yelling at me? <laughs> and that demeanor, calm. Yeah, <laughs> I asked her like, why are you yelling at me? Mm-hmm. And I kind of looked at the look on her face, and it was just like, damn, like, okay, he really, he really wants to know. And so I told, I started to tell her like, mm-hmm. just because you're yelling at me does not mean that you you're you're gonna get your point across yeah and it's not gonna make me want to do something even more like i told my mom i was like i'd rather you i'd rather you whoop me than to yell at me because i don't like to be yelled at that shit like makes me shut down yeah and so i was just like damn like you know what are you doing that shit for like just like we're talking now you can talk to me like that like if i'm in trouble or Mm -hmm. 
you know, or if I did something wrong or whatever, like, you don't have to yell at me to get your point across. We can have a normal conversation like me and you are doing now. We can talk because, like, that's what you're supposed to do. Okay. Is talk to people. But what's your what's your take on that? No, I was just asking, like, were you fully raised like that or not? Um, So, yeah, you have, I mean, you have a choice. You notice your mom's yelling, so you don't have to raise your kids like that. But most definitely our generation, I think, is the one that's going to change because I'm like that with my parents. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I feel, like, too grown. Yeah. But it's just, like, I know, like, how that makes me feel, like, my parents yelling at me. Mm -hmm. Like, the long talks, I hate long talks. Like, I would rather, I told my I told my mom, too, like, I would rather get a whipping than you sit here and, like, talk to me for 40 minutes. Yeah. About, like, the same thing. Um, yeah, I think it's a matter of, like, communication. And so kids, like, like, we weren't really allowed to express ourselves as kids. Well, I'm the youngest, so I'm, like, the different one than my siblings. Okay. My siblings were definitely, like, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, and, like can be labeled as angry. Okay. <laughs> but, like, I'm so, like, why, like, yeah, like, why are you yelling at me? Like, this is not going to make me change. Yeah. I would rather us talk about our feelings. Mm-hmm. Or let me tell you how I feel about this. Let me tell you why you yelling at me, like, hurt my feelings. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm the one, like, I'm the kid, and my parents are like, what's wrong with you? But, like, now they're, like, embracing it. And see, I'm the oldest. Oh, okay. So, I'm the baby. I'm yeah, the baby. I'm the oldest, so it was like, okay, I have to set this example. I talked about this in, like, one of my previous episodes. I have to set the example, and I have to be, like, this. I'm held to this standard, and you have to do this and do this and do this. And it's just, like, that shit gets hard, bro. Yeah, that sounds tough. Um, and I was just telling my dad. Uh, I talked to my dad, like, a few days ago. And I was just telling him, like, um, when I was in high school, I want to say, like, my sophomore year, I told him, like, I was I was kind of depressed mm-hmm. uh, because I just felt like I really didn't matter. Yeah. Um, just, like, everybody's, like, I feel like the freshman in high school, like, everybody fucking with them because, like, oh, you knew on sophomore, the... sophomore year is always weird, though. Yeah, it's yeah, It's called yeah. sophomore slums. Like, yeah, like, you're... Freshman year, you're new on the block. Everybody's trying to get you acclimated to everything that goes mm-hmm. on in high school. When you're a junior, you know, you're getting ready to take those SATs, those ACTs, trying to see, okay, what college am I going to go to? When you're a senior, it's just like, shit, you the big dog. Like, you on top yeah. of the world pretty much. Like, oh, you finna graduate. You finna do this. You finna do that. You start getting those college acceptance letters. And shit, with the sophomore, you're just like the middle child. And, True. And you're just like, damn. Like, you're just kind of, like, going through the motions. So, I would sometimes, like, find myself, like, very isolated. Um, I was playing basketball at the time, and it wasn't it was, it was wasn't really fun. Uh, mm-hmm. I was getting tossed around from varsity to JV. And um, I just had a lot on my plate, and I felt like, like I didn't really have anybody to, like, go to. And nobody was, like, I feel like my grandma noticed what was wrong. Mm-hmm. My dad a little bit, too. But like when I was when I was at when I was like sixteen, seventeen, I didn't really like know how to express my feelings yeah. or talk about my feelings. So that is a that is a social that is like our thing, like a black thing, not yeah. to express feelings. I think maybe your parents probably did know how to deal with it because they had to suck it up. Because I know my parents had to suck it up. Yeah. So they probably didn't know how to deal with it. And I was just like, damn, like. I was telling my dad that, and he was like, well, it's, it's cool that you tell me, like, 15 years later, but <laughs> I'm just like, I mean, like, I got through it, yeah. but I just feel like if somebody else is in my shoes, like, I don't know how they will handle that shit, and so I want, I feel like this up-and-coming generation, like, 
they want to know why they're doing things and they they want to be able to express themselves and as parents like when we become parents we have to let them know that that's okay most definitely and yeah that's my take on that but I didn't mean to like rant on no, no. but yeah I feel that I feel that open communication people need to talk about their problems and parents need to be willing to listen to their kids like listening parents listening huge huge like theme of parenthood yeah parents just like listening to their kids and not always like you know because shit is shit is changing and very true very true you can't you can't really raise your kids how your parents raise you we can to a sense but like you have to know like the new things that are going on most definitely like Beating your kid, like I just said, beating your kid's ass. I'm going to whip my kid's yes. Yeah, I, oh yeah, <laughs> okay. that's cool. Okay. That's cool. Okay. I am too. Okay. But I feel like there's other forms of discipline that you can also yes, use as yes. an alternative. That's just quick. That's just, yeah, that's, that's, just, that's, just, that's just quick. But, like, <laughs> you know, parents always be like, oh, I, I whoop you because I love you, this, that, and the third. That's crazy. I'm, just like, I'm triggered. Bro. I'm, I'm like, triggered. Bro. That's very triggering. Like, <laughs> because bro. that is like that's like a spoiler alert with no context. Like, don't tell me you're gonna win because you love me. Like, tell me. No, no. they tell you after. Afterwards, they tell you. Like, I've been told before, during, and after. Like, no. I never. Still, been told, I need contextual evidence. <laughs> I've never been told during, but but after. You never got whipped with like each syllable, like each word. <laughs> no, I've gotten whooped like that, but shit, it was never like oh. Uh, I do this because I love you. Like it was always, it was always after the fact. Like my mom, your parents always want to talk to you after you get a whooping, bro. It's really weird. And it's just like, like let me heal. Like yeah, like you don't want to get the, like if you just got your ass beat yeah, up, like you don't want to go heal. talk to nobody. Like let it heal. like damn, give me some time. Like True. you get a whooping and then they go in their room and put the belt down. And then they ask you to come. They tell you to come here. Like I can't even talk. I can't I, physically. I'm not even able to talk. So why why yeah, are you better. trying to, why are you trying to ask me what's wrong like, and I'm huffing and puffing and shit and then you you like stop all of that like I can't control it it's involuntary like Look, we'll do better we'll do better our generation will do better I believe we will do better so now I feel like we can go on to um, Aisha Curry and we can talk about her <laughs> so I know you <laughs> <laughs> I'm problematic I'm just gonna let you know this. That's fine. That's what that's what okay. I that's what that's what I want. Okay. So um Yeah. So I know you watched the Red Table Talk. I did. Um and I know that you saw what went on. So just give me your your spiel and then I'll give mine. My spiel is that which specific part? So we can talk about what she said about um how she wants male attention. Got it. Okay, so with that part I agree. Well, I agree with her, but, like, I understand her. Let's say that. I understand where she's coming from. Mm-hmm. I'm a very observant person. Mm-hmm. And I know from, like, my own experience with my parents. Mm-hmm. Well, for example, black men don't age. So they're going to get attention all their lives. Mm-hmm. For women, like, as they grow older, I feel like the attention slows down. Okay. And I think that's what Aisha was talking about plus the fact that her husband is super famous and is a basketball star so Mm -hmm. i mean he's gonna get like bazillion times more attention because he is in the spotlight definitely but like the flip side of that is i feel like the way that she promotes herself or not even promotes herself but the type of like wife that she is and her characteristics that you can like see in her books and their interviews online the way that she presents herself 
I don't really see men like <clears throat> going for that in like a lustful manner. Yes. The way that Definitely. the way that women do for Steph, mm-hmm. who says nothing. I mean, you know, it's not like he's like you know like pining for women. Yeah, religion. exactly. He says nothing, but like still, it is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that as well. Um, first and foremost, I feel like when I first saw it, when I first saw the interview, I was like, "Damn! Like, why does she say that?" Like. Really? On camera. But then, like, as I started to... Because I just saw the clip mm-hmm. at first. Like, the little two, three-minute clip where she said that. And then I, I didn't really, like, go into... I didn't really watch the video until, like, later on. And then I just watched it again today. And I watched the whole thing. So, it was just like, okay. Um, when I first saw it, it was like, damn, like, why did she say that? She kind of tripping. But then, <laughs> <laughs> like, she should have kept that in private type thing? Yeah, like, she should have said that shit to Steph. Like, not oh, on camera. okay. But then I was just like, okay, like, well, in all honesty, she's just like telling how she feels type shit. Like, that's it. That's <laughs> and it. that's what you, I can't say that I fully agree with it, um, but she has a right to feel how she feels. And just because she said like, oh, I not, she said that I, it, people were saying like, oh, she's being a hypocrite because at one point she tweeted something saying like, oh, well, Something about, like, women, like, chasing attention or some shit like that. And then she goes on this show and says the total opposite. So, it's just, like, where does your opinion lie? Like, what side are you on? You can't, like, straddle the fence. You know what I'm saying? But um, then again, I was like, okay. Like you said, like, the image that she portrays, like... No man, no man is gonna be like, "Ooh, damn, I want to fuck with Aisha." Yeah. Like, shit, yeah. let me go yeah, get yeah. like, you know, you're a, like when people when I saw Aisha, I'm like, I wasn't like, "Oh, damn, she fine as fuck." I'm yeah. like, "Oh, yeah, like, like it's more like queen." Yeah, like, like Steph, oh God, like Steph's wife is really pretty type yes, shit. Like she's a queen. Yeah, like, it's not like she's making a, the stallion. Like, oh my god. Yeah, like, she's a great mother. Yeah, she's doing what she needs to do. She's a great wife. She's an entrepreneur. She's doing her own thing. All like, of it. yeah, and so she, like you said, she's a black queen type shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but. Other people, like, men were so... A lot of men were so uproared about it. Like, what the fuck? You don't say that shit. You, uh, you got a... You got a wife. You got a... You got... I mean, you got a husband. You got three kids. Like, what the fuck do you need male attention for? And uh, if you get it, what you gonna do? And it's just like... I understand both sides. Because I'm the type of person, like, I try to understand both sides before I can really just give my input on it so i see where she's coming from and i see where where i see where the fellas are coming from too because it's just like damn like you don't want your wife saying oh i want some niggas attention because what if a nigga just you know what if a nigga just, what if a nigga just give you all this attention like because i know niggas you seen i know you've seen all the jokes on twitter and shit i have i have i feel like people are so insensitive the one the red table is a place where you can talk like that. Yeah, exactly. Like that's that's the what platform, it's for. That's yeah. the platform for it. Number two, I'm trying not to be problematic right here. Like, do it, do it. That's what I want you <laughs> to listen, do. Listen, I feel like all the men that have something negative to say about Aisha mm-hmm. are all the men that follow Future, that listen to Future, all of that. Okay, <laughs> okay. I feel like I feel like they're like. I just feel like they're problematic in themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay to straddle a fence. I feel like as a woman, you straddle a fence. People straddle a fence mm-hmm. in general. I, I'm a, I don't know. I'm a firm believer in the fact that people change. Yes. 
Like people change. You're not the and, same person as you were two years ago. I'm not even the same person ago. as yesterday. Like literally, yeah. like I feel like the internet has a crazy way of like ganging up on people, and they just don't let people's past die. Oh yeah, they always bring up old shit. They always bring up old stuff. They always bring up old stuff, and to a certain extent. It's fine when they bring up, like, certain old stuff, like mm-hmm. racism and, like, you know, all sorts of weird childish stuff that people did in the past. But, mm-hmm. like, something like that, like, I don't know. I felt like I felt like it was this, it came from a sincere place when Aisha was saying it. Mm-hmm. Like, no doubt she knows what she said in the past. But, like, your emotions are your emotions. Like, obviously she had a change of heart. Yeah. Like, obviously now she sees that, like, dang, she's not getting attention being, um, you know, Steph's wife. Like, she just really wanted to see if she still had it. Like, as a mother of three, all that good stuff. Yeah. That's all she, that's all she wanted. I don't think she, I don't think she necessarily wants male attention, like, in, like, a crazy way. Uh-huh. But, like, she just, like, hey, you're beautiful. Or, like, a cat call. She just wants to be noticed yeah. type shit. Yeah, like. Literally. Not just by her husband. Yeah, women are always trying to, like, work towards being, like, the best looking version of mm-hmm. themselves. So as a mother, she just wanted to know. And I saw this one. I, I'm big on Twitter. Like I stay on Twitter a lot. Same. So I saw this one tweet that said, uh, <clears throat> it was talking about Martin and he was like, it was like, yes. y'all are forgetting the episode of Martin where he took off his ring at the gym and he, he ended up losing that bitch. He was like, just to see like if he still had it. Mm-hmm. And because he was in the gym and he was working out, he had it on. Yeah. And they were like, oh, hey, Martin, hey, we'll do what we'll do. I was like, oh, you're married. Mm-hmm. And they were like walking away. He was just like, damn, like, what the fuck? And so they were trying to compare that, which I understand the comparison because, mm-hmm. like, in reality, it's kind of the same thing. But men do that a lot. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> That's a real thing. And that was, I don't even know when Martin aired. When did, was that late 90s or early 2000s? That was late 90s. Okay, that was early late 90s. 90s. maybe. Early like, 90s, that was maybe. late 90s. You really think a woman's going to see a wedding ring on a man's finger and walk away still? No, uh, they, they don't, don't give care. a fuck. <laughs> they do not care. <laughs> they okay, they do not care these days. They don't give a um, fuck Yeah, all. it was the same thing. People people do like to forget that stuff. That's why I like when people pull out receipts yeah. and old episodes and stuff like that. Because it was the same thing. And I'm glad, like, I feel like social media is one of our... It it can be one of our biggest downfalls, but it's mm-hmm. when people come together and actually like have like educated arguments, like it's good because that's what you're supposed to do. It strengthens your mind. It strengthens like this is true. Different educated arguments, though. Yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of people. A lot of people. And what I found even myself doing sometimes is people like, dang, I do be reading some wild stuff on my timeline, and I want to be like, you're stupid. Like delete that tweet. But I feel like you should kind of like try to educate them or try to see why they think yeah. that way instead of just being like you're dumb this is wrong yeah like people do me i do that to people <laughs> so i understand you and like people do me like that but yeah i don't try to get in i don't like getting in twitter arguments because like i'm just i'm more of a a watcher or whatever it's called. yeah like I just observe people hit my mentions all the time saying stupid shit like i remember one time i tweeted like bt Something happened at BET and they're hiring like a new like they're I said they're going down in the rankings and that yeah. they need to hire like some educated black people mm-hmm. to bring it back up to where it was because BET was one of the like premier TV stations True. at one point in it time. Was. And this girl mentioned me and said, "Y'all want to work for BET so bad, um, this, that, and the third, and blah blah blah." And I really wanted to go off on her like. 
I love Twitter arguments, though. My girl, shut the fuck up. Like, I don't <laughs> even want... Like, first of all, I'm a public health major, so what the fuck yeah. can I do for a television yeah. station? Like, you know what I'm saying? But I was just like... you. I didn't say anything, but I wanted to. Mm-hmm. But I just held back what I wanted to say because it's like literally like my thumbs just typing. Like, yeah. this girl lives in Brooklyn. I'm probably never going to see this girl in my life. I'm probably never going to see her on my TL. Never. Mm-hmm. She's never probably going to be in my mentions again. So, like, what's the point of typing all that shit what am i what am i getting from it some days i have time though oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) some days i have time oh yeah yeah yeah, and old twitter old twitter is my favorite twitter like i have the twitter that i have now is a new twitter Mm -hmm. like three years old but i used Mm -hmm. to have twitter when it was like popping when they had twitter jail all that oh yeah like 10 years ago like bring it back yeah i got off because they were like cyberbullying and i didn't want to like get in trouble oh yeah i wasn't cyberbullying but like they were cyberbullying at my school and like okay. the principals was watching. Okay. And so I didn't want to get trouble, so I deleted it. But I feel like Twitter should go back to that. Yeah. Because it was... people were humbled quicker. Nobody was like, I don't like, like some tweets, like um, somebody will tweet something that can actually be helpful. Mm-hmm. Somebody will quote retweet it. Do you want a cookie? Yeah. Or, oh, like, or, or like something stupid. I'm like, <laughs> dang, you, you know, like damned if you do, damned if you yeah. don't. Like, I feel like Twitter is mess. so sensitive now. It is sensitive. It and is sensitive. it wasn't like that back then. It like when we were, I first got on Twitter, I think like maybe eighth, eighth or ninth grade. Mm-hmm. And so that's when people like really didn't give a fuck. When did all. you graduate high school? At what class are you? 2015. Okay, same. Same. Yeah, I was, I was on there in eighth grade. Yeah, so Twitter was way different back then. It like, was. you could say what the fuck you wanted to say, it's and nobody was like... Twitter jail. Oh, nobody oh, that's, would... that's how I tweet today, though. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm tweeting like it's old Twitter. Yeah, I tweet like some outlandish tweet... ass shit, and I'm I don't tweet... give a fuck. Like... I'm tweeting like it's old Twitter, not this new Twitter. Like People are so sensitive. Like, yeah. I saw this one tweet... Um, it was about the LGBTQIA community. I know what you're talking about. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. It was just like, dang, no one can have fun anymore. Yeah. It was, we're not a we're not a costume. Yeah, and I was something. like, bro, shut I, I quoted know, it. I was, I was like, bro, like, shut uh, the fuck up. Like, shut up. Literally, I almost had an aneurysm. I was like, bro, Wait, like, man. and I feel like, I'm not even trying to pick on them, but I feel like at, at sometimes they can be very sensitive. And it's just in like. In my opinion, in my opinion, <laughs> in my opinion, yes. I, I'm a person where, like, I don't know. I feel like there is a statute of limitations. Maybe that's not the word. But, like, you know, like, a people are being, like, oppressed. Mm-hmm. You got to wait a certain amount of time before you can make jokes about it. Yeah. Like, with slavery and stuff, like, us, like, black people, I feel, can make jokes about it because it's so far. Because it's us. Because it's us and it's, like, so long ago. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, comedy is a, a way to deal with trauma. Yeah. Definitely, um, especially in our culture. In our culture, but as far as like the LGBT community, they're still like getting certain rights, so on and so forth. So I do understand them not wanting to be made fun of. Mm-hmm. But like, I come from such a AK old old Twitter where like no one is safe. No filter. Like that's how I. That's kind of how I like it. Again, I'm not in that situation because I don't identify as any of those. Mm-hmm. But. I feel like anyone can get it, like literally. And that's how I feel too. Um, even even with like comedians, mm-hmm. like they're trying to censor like what they do say and what they don't say, trying yeah. to protect people and like shit. Back in the old days, like that shit wasn't like that. This like let's true. take like Paul Mooney. Let's take Bernie Mac into Bernie Mac. consideration. Like 
He talked. He talked about gay people so bad. He talked about everyone so bad. So bad, though. and that's the kind of comedy I like. Though. Yeah, me too. Because it's so like uncut no and like safe. and no like raw. Safe. No one's safe. And that's what that's why that's why I try to do that's what I try to do with my podcast. Like I don't this like I don't want that shit. I want that shit to be uncensored. Yeah. Like I want you to give like the real like how you actually feel. If no one's offended, it's probably not that funny. Exactly, and. I, I just don't understand, like, we can even take, like, Mike Epps into consideration. I feel like Kevin Hart is so, like, mainstream, and I don't really fuck with He's his He's super comedy. corny to me. Yeah. But the thing is, the thing about him is, I feel like it's a money game with him. Yes. So, I respect him for that. But I definitely think that Kevin Hart makes comedy for white people. Oh, hell yeah. Now he does. Most definitely. Like, I don't want to hear about your kids. I don't want to hear your wife. I've been yeah. hearing about that since you came out yeah new talk about some new shit yeah talk about some shit that we can identify with this is true like, but i don't also i don't think that he can identify too too much anymore yeah because he's his level of fame yeah exactly because he's he's like i said he's one of those mainstream comedians like he's not one of the like mike epps is mainstream as hell but he stayed true mm-hmm. i feel like and that's why i fuck with him true. so much this is true i like and like he'll he'll talk about whatever like even cat williams i like, like dave Dave Chappelle. Like Dave Chappelle. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah. I like Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle's tough. I fucked with Bernie Mac too. Uh, rest in peace to Bernie Mac. But um, he just kept it like he was so blunt about everything, and he'll say whatever and shit. Bernie Mac. Yeah. I don't know that much about him except for the Bernie Mac show. But that see, was I watched like his. I, I watched his old standups like mm-hmm. on like YouTube or like HBO and shit, and like the shit that he would say, and it's just like. I know he was crass though. Yeah, he was crazy, and but it was good though. It was yeah. like that because that's what you want. Like True. I feel like that's what a lot of people like yearn for, and when they don't get that, it's just like, damn, like why are you like so uptight about shit? Like, mm-hmm. and I don't like how people try to like censor everything. True, it's just trauma though. It's just trauma. I feel like instead of being like feeling like you're attacked by everything that people say, yeah, and I don't, and I don't mean to sound insensitive. Or sound tired, even though I kind of am mm-hmm. of it. But I feel like instead of feeling attacked by everything that people say, and this goes for everyone. I'm not even on LGBTQ anymore. This is everyone that feels attacked by yeah. by things that weren't meant to be insensitive. Mm-hmm. If you feel attacked by every little thing that people say, I feel like you should go to therapy. Yeah, because it's an insecurity. It's an insecurity, and that's why people are just triggering it when they say something that may not even have to do with you. Mm-hmm. Or your specific experience or invalidating what you went through. Um, yeah, you definitely need to go to therapy and talk to someone about that so that you can develop an armor. Yeah, and people try to make things about them, like you said, when they're not that. about them. It's just like... That's a natural thing, though. I'd be doing that, but like, yeah. Like, I know what you mean. People are just speaking in general, but if True. the shoe fits... You're finding relationships. Yeah, if the yeah, shoe fits, then of course you're going to wear Trauma. it. Trauma, go to therapy. <laughs> but <laughs> damn, like, I don't know. It's it's just it's just weird, um, like seeing it's just weird growing up in this society that we live in because we're so dependent on social media, and social media it's like social media is really like a drug because like people chase that they want to be approved by everyone. It's affirmation and validation. Yeah, they want to be approved. Like, oh, if this person has to like me or. This picture has it's to get odd. this many likes. And it's really, I really view it as like a bad thing. Like it's, it I feel is like bad. It's, I feel like it's a little bit of good, but it's a whole lot of bad. Because if I feel like it fucks with people's self esteem. Feels like it. It does. And they let 
social media validation bring them down as a person and it's just like our parents really don't fuck with social media like that. I mean, they get on Facebook, but our parents don't really know about mine, it. Mine, I have an interesting, like, take on that, though. Mine do. Not my, mom, not my dad. But, like, it's more of a older women, I think. Like, our moms or our aunts and stuff that are the ones that, like, run Facebook. They're messy, in my, though, in my opinion, yeah. So, that's a thing. Like, they, I feel like they do keep up. They do keep up with it. They do, they do keep up with it. Yeah, and my mom, my mom is on Facebook, and... My mom's on Instagram, too. Uh, but, like, I feel like Facebook is, like, so family-oriented. So, you it can't is. really put, like... It you is. can't really put, like, your your real self on True. Facebook. You have to put, like, just your accomplishments. I think adults put their real self on Instagram. Oh, hell yeah. But us, like, as, like... As, we, we gave up Facebook. Yeah, as their... new stuff. Like, yeah. We put our accomplishments on there. But adults, I think, like, real OG, like, grown-ups, they do. They put their real lives on there. I feel like as... As their children and as their kids, like, mm-hmm. we're trying to, like, let them know, like, okay, I'm going to be respectful because I know that you are on this social platform mm-hmm. and I'm just going to put, like, stuff that you would like to yeah. see. Like, if my parents saw my Twitter, they'd be like, what the hell? But it's just like, shit, like, that. that's who I am. Like, that's, that's the type <laughs> of stuff that, like, goes through my head. Yeah. That's the type of stuff that I have conversation yeah. about. But, you know. At this point, yeah. I'm on Twitter. I mean, I'm on Facebook just to show y'all, like, oh, well, this is what this is what I'm doing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I went on this trip, or I got this plaque, or I received this award, or I'm graduating just to, oh, okay, like, you're doing something good with your life. But then they don't know, like, you know, they see me on Twitter, like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm saying, like, fuck these hoes, and, like, you know, just it's all type of crazy shit. But it's just like, damn, like, that's what you be doing, like... Mm-hmm. I posted uh, pictures on Valentine's Day of me and my girlfriend, and I was like flicking off the camera. And my mom called. You're what? I was flicking off the camera. Oh. Yeah, and my mom calls me, and she was like, uh, "I like your pictures, but you know I don't like how you sticking up your middle finger, and you ain't gonna get no job As doing that, As and blah should. blah blah." <laughs> and she was like, "I know you grown, but you're not that grown." Period. I'm just like, okay, mama, like you should be concerned if she didn't. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Cause it's a lot of mothers, it's a lot of parents out here that don't give a damn what their children do. And yeah, so I mean, I I feel her, but I mean, I'm still do me regardless. Like, true as you should. Yeah, I see both sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to. I see both sides. You have to. What's um, interesting to me is my aunt posted something on Facebook um, that had to deal with that whole social media like what do you feel about it mm-hmm. and it was weird that she posted it because i don't see older people questioning the the consequences of it like every day every day like older people question the consequences of social media i only see those in journalism and in news yeah that, you know see the stories of like the bad things that social mm-hmm. media has done so when she posted that you know i commented like what i've learned from social media thus far mm-hmm. is that people do take into account People don't take into account that this is only a curated version of people's selves mm-hmm. that they're putting on there. Also, I feel like it's very t- like time-consuming, unnecessarily time-consuming. Hell yeah. There's lots of false information, and people that grew up in in households where the where the environment was like less than desirable, mm-hmm. they definitely take their life lessons from Twitter. I've seen, and they take their they take their goals or how they should live their life from Instagram. 
like Instagram is definitely like I put your best self out there oh, type yeah. thing, which I think is super toxic because when you are dealing with anxiety, like me for the past two weeks with finals and stuff, and you're seeing everyone living their best life and, and you're stressed all this out stuff, and I'm stressed out, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not doing enough. So you know, you have to like pull back from that. Twitter's and- my favorite though. Yeah, Twitter's my favorite. Because you don't too. see the visuals, you just see like the words, and you have to put context to to it. And you really get to Twitter. Really shows you how people think. This is true. And it, it exposes a lot of it people. Does. It does. It exposes a lot of people. Um, it's definitely exposed a lot of people with the whole R. Kelly situation, uh, okay. with the whole vaccination situation, situation, and was, even with yeah. even with the Aisha Curry situation. Uh, yeah. With abortions. True. It's, I muted that word. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> You definitely like it. Definitely like exposes people, to, and you see how people really are. Like, oh, like you really think like this. This yeah. is what's really going through your head True. because you took the time out to grab your phone or True. grab your laptop type. or tablet and type this shit out type like a report, it. and you push tweet, yes, and that shit sent out to like yes. however many billions of people it. are in the world. And the the worst thing that the worst thing that that you want somebody to do is be like, oh, I saw what you tweeted, and they bring that shit up, and then who. Y'all are. That's the worst thing that can happen. Not, not the worst thing. I, but I'm saying that's that's I something. Sh- I sure did. That's something that like a I lot sh- of people don't. I they're not prepared for. I should say I that sure a lot of people that. aren't prepared for that shit. <laughs> and so when they tweet some shit, and, they, and you like, they're like, oh, I saw what you tweeted. Like me, I don't give a fuck. I tweet what the fuck I want. And if you got a problem with it, you can block me. You can unfollow me. You could do whatever. Like, cause that's just how all I am. It, like, I'm a tweet. It. I'm a tweet. I'm gonna say what I feel. All and it. I feel like a lot of people want, like you said, they want that affirmation from Twitter. Like it's they affirmation. want affirmation. Everyone, everyone wants affirmation though. Yeah. It's just you don't have to get it from Twitter. That should be your source. Yeah, that definitely should yeah. be your source. You should be comfortable with yourself first. Yeah. I yeah. feel like that's when I have the most fun on Instagram. Like I turned off my comments for my last photo because, mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like. Whether it's good or whether it's bad. And I've been... That's just a personal thing that I've been working with. Obama has, like, a video or... or He said something at a conference one time. And people were talking about how did he deal with a negative backlash during mm-hmm. his presidency. Because they called him No Drama Obama. And basically, he was just like, he doesn't pay attention to, like, what people have to say about him. Because at the end of the day, it sounds like noise. And it distracts him from the important things that he needs to get done. So me as a person, I'm, while I'm working on becoming like my best self, mm-hmm. like working on my perspective of myself, like I don't need to hear like, oh dang, you look bomb, you look blah blah. blah. It's just like I kind of am okay. Like I, not I know that I know I this, like, yeah. not that I know this, but like yeah, I work to look like this. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm so I'm like comfortable. Like I know this. Mm-hmm. Or if you have something negative to say, like it's the same thing. Like I'm already pretty comfortable with myself. I'm just mm-hmm. using this platform for what it is. And you know I, I feel mean? like, especially on Instagram, like, oftentimes people start to compare their to compare themselves to other people. Yeah, and it's like, well, damn, like, I see this person graduated with all of this, did all of this in college, and me, I just, I just graduated. And True. it's not like you didn't just graduate. Like, you did what you had to do. Like, graduating is an accomplishment, whether you graduated with honors, you graduated with a 4.0, graduated some cum laude. So you get degrees. Yeah, degrees. most definitely. And it's just like, just because... You didn't live up to someone else's standards doesn't yeah. mean you didn't accomplish something. Mm-hmm. And just because this person is traveling to Ireland and you went to Oregon mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you're any less than them. True, 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 true. You yeah. have to find out your version of success. Yeah, you have to find out your version of success. And like you said, you have to learn to accept yourself for who the fuck you are. Like, if this is you, like, be your best you type shit. 
and don't let anybody else try to change that shit because you don't want to be them. You want to be you, and you shouldn't go seeking that uh, acceptance from other people because if you constantly seek that shit, you're never going to be comfortable with who you truly are. I feel like it makes... I feel like social media makes insecure people... More insecure. More insecure. And if you didn't know that you were insecure, like, now you're insecure. Or if you didn't start off insecure, like, now you're going to be insecure. Yeah. Most definitely, like, you need to take it in doses. Like, when I get on Instagram, it's not like... It's not like every time I open my phone, like, get on Instagram. It's more of like, I'm bored, and then I'll get on it. Mm -hmm. Instead of it being, like, the first thing that I get on now. Just because you have to, like, you got to limit... Oh, yeah, you got to limit the time that you spend on those things, like, especially because, like, my, like, iPhones and shit, they bring up, like, the screen time that you use, Mm -hmm. and I see, like, my phone, it says, like, majority of the percentage is from Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. And so, like, say I'm on my phone, like, they're like, okay, you're on your phone eight hours this week. Mm -hmm. Um... And that so every minute, there's 24 hours in a day. Yeah. So I was on my phone eight hours, and it's just like, damn. That's a lot of time. That's a lot of fucking time that I could be doing some totally different shit. Cause the first thing I do when I wake up is grab my phone. Yeah. And look at that shit, mm-hmm. and it's just like, do y'all do I really <laughs> have to do that shit? But it's such it's such a habit because I've been doing it for so long. And we were born in the midst of. Yeah, COVID, we were so born in the midst of that better. shit. You just gotta unlearn those things and hope that our kids. The next generation kids like don't don't run to that. But they, they already are though, with these tablets. They on YouTube. They watching it. Like little kids know how to work a phone. Like time you could, in a place though. You could give a place. you could give a kid you could give a little kid your phone and they'll they'll be swiping this with their true. little fingers this and true. shit. This is true. And trying and they're so smart. They don't know how to read. They don't know how to write. But like the pictures, they see the pictures and they're like, okay, well I know how to do this, so I'm a swipe until I see what I'm trying to see it. I'm going to tap it and then I'm going to be on what I want. I'm going to be on what I like. So, boom. Now, I'm I'm where I want to be. I'm just giving my kids pagers. Okay. <laughs> they got to know they bomb. That they're fire before the internet has the chance. Stupid. <laughs> you give them the chance. Before the internet gives them a chance to think that they're any different. Okay? That's just how it's going to be. That's going to be my choice. Gonna be your choice. It's gonna be my choice. Let me know. Let me know. I need to shield them. I need to shield them from that for just a little bit. Just a little bit. I understand. Balance. It's about balance. Yeah, it's definitely about balance. I don't want to bring my kids up um, with just using technology because, like, technology is not always gonna work. Technology malfunctions. That's a mess. That's a mess. Technology malfunctions, and you have to know how to do shit without. Have fun without it. Yeah, without all these different products, without all this software, like. Learn how to do some shit with your hands. This is true. It's very, it's much more satisfying. It is. Yeah, learn how to do some shit with your hands. And I think, oftentimes, I just think about them. Like, we grew, like you said, we grew up in the midst of, like, the internet and all that shit. And so, Mm -hmm. like, we can, in a sense, we could breeze through, like, schoolwork. Because, like, we have the internet. We can literally type in something and it'll give us the answer. Like, when older people were in college, like... Our grandparents, mm-hmm. well, my grandparents didn't go to college, but I know, like, when they were even in school, like, in yeah. high school and shit, like, they didn't have computers, bro. They had fucking typewriters where if you, you had to, like, literally slide the page back yeah. and do all this shit. And, like, they had encyclopedias and dictionaries. Yeah. So, if you told them to write, oh, do write a research paper, 
write a four-page research paper on this. They mm-hmm. had to go read books and yeah. like look that shit up when we can just we can just say something in our phone and it'll pull up like hella articles like yeah we still have to read this shit True. but it's like we're lazy yeah we're definitely like, we're lazy as hell but like we're exposed to that shit and shit even with like not even just technology well this is a part of technology i guess because nobody wants to like work out anymore like everybody wants to get like surgery and shit to get the bodies that they want to get because it's social media and it's exactly they make it appear to be very easy and it's just like you don't know what's going on. Like you don't know the after effects of that shit or the side effects of true. getting like going under the knife, going across the country to get these surgeries. Like it's real sad that people are driven to be that insecure to do that. Um, insecurity is not a bad thing though. Certain levels of it. Yeah, because everybody certain, everybody has some type true. of insecurity. Certain. I feel like people say like insecure. They're like, oh my god, like not me, but like yes, like all of us can be insecure. Oh, yeah. um, but the level of insecurity that will drive you to do something like that, like my heart goes out to you, that's very sad. I've known people that have gone under the knife and they still felt the same way. I mean, it can't change you. Like, it doesn't change the inside. Exactly, exactly. From the inside out. And people still, like when they get those surgeries or when they do this, when they do that, they still, like if they look in the mirror, they still see their old self. Yeah, most definitely. And it's just like, well, what did you go through all that for? True. Now you have a mental barrier. Yeah. Like and you're constantly going to think about life. that shit. Like, because something that's mental is not just going to go away. True. Something that's psychological, is you're not just going to wake up and forget that shit. Trauma. You're going to think about it even more. Trauma. <laughs> exactly. Therapy. So Therapy. Go get it. It's, it's, so, it's so much that goes into that shit. And it's just like. Oh, people like I work out a lot, and people just hit me up like, "Oh, you know, like you're my you're my inspiration for like mm-hmm. wanting to go to the gym and wanting to do this, wanting to eat better, wanting to do better for myself." And that's like, you know, that shit makes me feel good because somebody else is noticing something that I'm doing for myself, and they mm-hmm. want to do it for themselves. And it's like shit. That, that's that's what it's all about. Like you like each one teach one type shit. That's a that's you're saying that people are texting you this, but that's the part of social media that I like. The inspiring parts. Yeah. So not the like pining over like other people's accomplishments yeah. and stuff, but like the part of it that inspires you to do better. That's the, that's like the small snippet that I personally like. exactly. Even with the whole um, with the the billionaire who paid off the oh debt at Morehouse. Oh my gosh. I was like, that's the type of person that I chills. that I aspire to be. I was thinking about that just now, but with like if it was free therapy, if he gave free therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Like. He did. He did something. Something good for True. his people. Type his shit. People. And like, he set the precedent. Yeah, you don't see a lot of black billionaires. This is true. I mean, you. We have a lot of black millionaires, but shit, they're either athletes or celebrities, entertainers, type shit. Athletes, celebrities, or in the medical field. Yeah, and you don't. But you don't. Those the black doctors and stuff. They're not mm-hmm. really recognized. True. Like that. So. There's no, probably there's several of yeah there's several of them mm-hmm. but I couldn't name you one I couldn't name you like not even it doesn't even have to be famous but just like a doctor who's a millionaire I couldn't name you one I only know the celebrity like um, reality star ones exactly they and don't like, paint them in a good light of course yeah like married to medicine and all that shit like that's that's <laughs> yes. so fucking messy bro it is <laughs> but it's good show it is messy it is messy um 
it is a mess. The thing is, I feel like the black billionaires are doing pretty good. The very few there that there are, mm-hmm. they're doing great. Like Jay Z yeah. helping people in the criminal like justice realm. Oh yeah, hell yeah. And education, they have hella scholarships. Hell people yeah. From Houston like been winning those scholarships to go to school and stuff. And um, yeah, they do all sorts of things. And they try to get this black man shit. I don't know his name. Um, Who? The the dude that paid off the debt for Morehouse. I think um, his name is Robert something. I didn't catch his name. Um. But they tried to give him shit because he's married to a white woman. And I was just like, why aren't you recognizing the good that he did? Why are you trying to find something to, to talk about him for? Like, he just he just gave $40 million unwillingly. Like, he was just like, you know what? I'm speaking at this graduation. This is the this is what I want to do for y'all. Like, and I saw somebody else say that it was for, I think it was like, I don't know how many graduates it was, but... 400? Yeah, I think like 400. And they have $40 million in student loan debt. So it's just like, why is education so fucking expensive? Education isn't meant for the poor, obviously. It's not. It's a very elitist. Yeah, because I'm making it through college by the grace of God. Yeah. But it's just, I wish somebody would pay my fucking student loans. Most definitely. So it's just like, just thank the man because he didn't have to do that shit. He didn't even have to come to this graduation to speak to y'all. This is true. This is true. Like he took the time out of his day to to go to go up. Yeah, (laughs) that's a topic for another day. Yeah, to go uplift some people, but we can end there. So I wanted to thank you for coming on the show. Um, You can shout yourself out again if you would like. Shout out your social media. Thanks for having me, Tyler T. Um, It's Erica. Your local creative. I don't know. Like, you can follow me on social media, see what I'm doing, um, see what I'm getting myself into. And yeah, it's at Erica is Bomb. I have two K's. Don't ask why. It's um, E R I K K A I S B O M B. Instagram, Twitter, all that. And I'm Tyler T, man. Y'all can get at me um, on Twitter at Talk to Me Tyler T. Um, check out my website, talktometylert.com. And uh, if you have any questions, concerns, whatever the case may be, you can always hit me up. Um, I'm just an email or a DM or a mention away. So I'm signing out this thing.